like the previous albums before those. Greatest albums of all time. Do you think that Machine Gun Kelly is in that one? <laughs> for the for the revised uh, <laughs> I think absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of space in there for <laughs> Kelly album. I'm thinking that five hundred. Yeah. It's the weekly discovery track review. Anyway, Carla, do you want to kick us off with um, your track review? Interesting choice, yeah. For for this week, yeah. Um, well, people might not know this, but sometimes I do listen to a bit of Radiohead. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a huge, huge fan, uh, but sometimes you know the music just hits the right mood. And uh, yeah, I saw it show up on my um, music radar uh, for the release radar, I believe. Mm. And I thought, yeah, it might be interesting to um, to have a listen to it. And uh, yeah, so I found uh, Follow Me Around. I did a bit of research on it. Apparently, this isn't a new song. This is actually a song uh, that Tom York actually performed live a few times. So he's performed it uh, a few times. And apparently it was also featured in their 1998 uh, Radiohead documentary as well. So it's from the OK Go, uh, oh, sorry, OK Computer uh, era. So uh -huh. it, listening to it it sounds like you know the old radiohead that, that you know people are used to um but yeah it was interesting considering that it, it, it was released it's not that it's officially released now but yeah most radiohead fans have probably already heard this song before that uh yeah so that that's that's basically why why i chose uh follow me around by radiohead did you uh... What do you guys think about the song? Uh, should we play a little bit of it? Or yeah, let's, let's, let's play a little bit to, to kick it off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see here. feel like if i play any more radiohead <laughs> get the uh what's it called flagged or something but uh um... yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> so just to give it a bit of context uh so the album is actually it's not really a new album it's more like a re-release uh it's basically a re-release of kid a and amnesiac together with a third disc which has like the b-sides and unreleased stuff on it oh that's cool yeah, so um, it's interesting because um, looking at those two albums, uh, this was a, a point in time where Radiohead they didn't really want to they didn't really want to become big rock stars, so they wanted to go a completely different direction with their music, and uh, basically they wanted to split up uh, this huge album because they didn't want they didn't want a two disc album back then because 
You know, they were saying that that's a bit too much, a double album. So then they split basically Kid A and Amnesiac. And back then, um, when it released, like, it, it really divided the fans and critics. Like, they weren't really sure, like, is this really the new sound for, you know, for Radiohead or, you know. And over time, uh, it's actually been considered uh, one of the greatest albums of 2000, of the 2000s. So... Apparently, Pitchfork, uh, Rolling Stones, The Times, they ranked Kid A as the greatest album of the 2000s. And, uh, yeah, and also one of the uh, 500 greatest albums of all time. And Amnesiac wow. was number 320 in the 2012 edition. So over time, yeah. you know, they've, they've kind of built up their own fan base. And also this album, these two albums were also the time when they were trying to... Uh, mix more instruments into it and it was more uh, electronic rather than guitar uh, led like the previous albums before those greatest albums of all time do you think that machine gun kelly is in that one now <laughs> for the for the revised uh 500 <laughs> i think absolutely I mean, a, there's a lot of space in there for <laughs> the machine gun kelly album i'm thinking that 500 yeah <laughs> Um, uh, I, <laughs> uh, I really uh, dug the song. Um, there's a lot of like, you know, there was a theme this week of there's a lot of acoustic songs for mm. rock bands. And uh, I don't know, anytime it comes with a cool like chord progression and stuff, I'm always in for it. And it's Radiohead. Like, I've never really been into Radiohead, but like, you know, as a kid of the 90s and early 2000s, like, how do you not? know them you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you must know at least one song from them but uh you know i like it because it was uh i like it when like rock bands have acoustic stuff or something about them that make them awesome and everything but i don't know what you guys thought of the song in general um yeah i'm not a i wouldn't class myself as a, as a radiohead fan you know they're, they're one of those bands that obviously you're very very well aware of and obviously you know a handful of songs um did, did i like the song i, I didn't mind it you know, I don't necessarily know if I'd be adding this to any playlist of mine and kind of playing it on repeat. Uh, yeah. I thought it was it was more interesting because it was it, it was definitely from from what I know of Radiohead a bit of a departure from the sound that I'm familiar with. Yeah, um, it, it felt like there were elements there of almost a little bit like grungy, like it was a bit like an element of grunge there, just with the the, the way that they were singing and then the approach to the instruments. It, I felt like a, a little bit of Nirvana in there. Um, but I, I thought it was, like I said, interesting, probably in the context of the history of the band and the other music that they've released in the past. Um, yeah, I, it, it's, it probably warns me kind of investigating and going down the, the Radiohead rabbit hole at, at some stage, because they are one of those bands that when people talk about them, they tend to talk of them like really highly, right? Um, and there's, what was it? Is it Kid A is their most notable album, Carlo? Is that right? Or at least the, the one that most people kind of hold in the highest regard uh yeah i would say so and then also um uh okay computer as well yes yeah yeah so yeah uh, like i said it, it's it's a reminder that yeah it probably does it is worthwhile to kind of explore uh, i know that was it tom york is the name of the the, the lead singer right mm -hmm. that yep. he's a bit of a an interesting character from from what i can can gather uh but are they still making music oh um i'm not too sure actually i would think so because i remember they came back i mean and was it several years ago they came back with like a 
with like a new album and i think that a had like, pool is that what it is 2016 that's the years sound about right and i think that was like a big i don't say a bit like a big comeback but i know that that got quite a bit of, of attention as well uh for being relatively different um but i mean i mean it, it's it's pretty fascinating to see a band have a lot of staying power i also don't think that they necessarily have a lot of albums right like the discography is not like large is it crazy or anything let's see here so like like last week when carl and i were doing like elton john looking at his fucking discography like <laughs> guys got 30 plus <laughs> albums like it's I, I don't think that yeah radiohead's had that level where in the first 20 years of their existence releasing yeah. an album every year yeah it looks uh, like nine they have studio um, albums nine yeah yeah that's not, that's not a crazy amount considering how long they've been around right yeah, yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting topic of conversation, isn't it? Like the, the amount of releases the bands have. We I think we we touched on this in a previous episode, like quantity versus quality. Um, and and I think that you know Radiohead probably leans more towards the quality aspect of it. And I think they probably take a lot of time when in between releases to figure out what they're gonna gonna release next. Um, you know, that being said, Blink One and Two do the same thing, and it's you know yeah. the the level of quality is sometimes questionable, but uh, but but yeah, like in terms of this particular track, I d I didn't mind it. Like I said, I yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't skip this if it if it if it came up again. Yeah, Mark, you're uh, an expert in Radiohead, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone someone call me an expert. Uh, no, I yeah. know nothing about Radiohead uh, other than you know some of their notable songs, uh, you know. Uh, creep, you know that type of uh, stuff. But like again, yeah. creep. Yeah, the one, the one song I know. Uh, but I, I really like the song. I can't. There's not much I can add to what you guys said, other than you know, um, I really like the lyrics for this too. I think I've been paying more attention to lyrics and songs lately, um, especially since. Uh, well, for those who are listening, we're filming that we're we're recording this at the same time we are going to review the new Limp Bizkit album. So I always like to, to go into <laughs> lyrics because it's like, um, yeah, just the quality here is, is, is great. You know, I, I, and again, it just fits the song perfectly. Uh, sort of the themes of, of, you know, uh, uh, follow me around and, and whatnot. It's just uh, very smart lyrics, very um, dark uh, and yeah, the you know you get a good uh, acoustic uh, guitar chord progression, guitar riff, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm in, and this song uh, is perfect in that sense. It it really lends to that vibe and and follows it thematically from start to finish. And mm -hmm. uh, I dig it. I, I I I don't think this song is too long. I think it 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 doesn't stay around more than it should but it it's sort of part of the vibe that it's going for this sort of like droning you know uh type uh guitar you know <laughs> i say droning droning is not the right word um but uh yeah so i really really uh dug it you know this for me is is uh an example of of good songwriting um so this never got released in a other than this album it officially, never got released no. no it never got officially released because it's actually i believe it's only tom york playing acoustically as well okay yeah yeah well yeah. i mean yeah it surprises me this didn't get released because yeah. it is it is a good song um mm. but now it now it has so <laughs> yeah now it has um awesome. slightly well not really off tangent 
Did you guys listen to this song wearing headphones? No. Did anyone listen no. to it wearing headphones? No. Uh, I did. I did. I wore yeah. these. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's quite um, unsettling the way, like, how close he is to that mic. Like, it's like he's actually, like, yeah, he's whispering the song into your ear. Like, you can actually feel the vibrations in, in your head as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely car. got the same thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. definitely got the same thing where it was just, yeah, it was like he was whispering in my ear. And so yeah, that's yeah. maybe why I was just like, wow, this song's a lot more haunting than yeah. um, than I thought it would be uh, after listening to it a couple of times. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and also, slightly off tangent, um, have you guys seen the short film that he did uh, on Netflix? No. Like Tom no. York did a short film with... I did um, not. Paul Th Thomas Anderson as well. I think it's like a... Oh, cool. Yeah. I think it's like a 10-minute short film, was it? I can't remember how long it was. Definitely worth a, a watch if, if you Check know, if out. you like that type of vibe, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it's called yeah. Anima. Oh, awesome. I do like Paul Ooh. Thomas Anderson, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'll check it out. So Overall. it sounds like four thumbs up here. Yeah. Yep. Or eight thumbs up, depending on how we're going. <laughs> Tune in next week for another weekly discovery track review.